Welcome to the Attraction Project Podcast. I'm your host, Alyssa Wood, and this is a place where we come to get real about our dating and relationship patterns, take control of those narratives, and finally start attracting who we deserve. In this podcast, we're going way beyond the law of attraction, okay? We're not here to get into how to manifest our dream partners overnight. This is a project, a full-on journey, and we're going on it together. So buckle up. Today, I want to do a deep dive into the topic of self-worth. Because you know it and I know it. There are too many incredible people out there attracting things, people, and circumstances that don't seem to match what they deserve. And I think we need to talk about it because you might be one of those people. One of the goals that I've set for myself in the last few months is to open up and connect with people more. So I've been getting more vulnerable in conversations with friends, family, coworkers, because I believe that keeping all of our pain and experiences to ourselves and acting like we're fine all the time is causing more pain. I personally also love learning about other people's perspectives and experiences, and what I've been gauging is that so many of the amazing people that I've spoken to are healing from things ranging from childhood abuse and neglect, toxic relationships, trauma, they're dealing with mental health issues, and at the end of the day, just trying to live regular day-to-day lives as best as they can. But it's tough, and a lot of these long-term struggles are direct reflections of how we're feeling about ourselves and what we feel we're worthy of at our core. Low self-worth is quite possibly the biggest problem that we come across when trying to make positive changes, get into relationships with different types of people, or even just navigate everyday life. So we're going to go over what self-worth is, as obvious as it sounds. I'm going to pinpoint some of the signs of low self-worth, where those could have stemmed from, and then we'll get into some actionable tips that you can use to start upping your self-worth and your confidence so that you can start attracting evidence of you being a badass. I believe that everything from career and finances to love and relationships are all interconnected by where our self-worth is at. And when you start stepping into that worth, you'll become a magnet to incredible changes in your life. So what is self-worth? Plain and simple, it's how we feel about ourselves and it's our belief systems around what we feel we deserve in life. And most of what we've picked up around our self-worth was subconsciously imprinted on us from childhood. So our early experiences can set the stage, so to speak. And then we continue to solidify it throughout our lives by making decisions based on those experiences. And I truly believe that our level of self-worth, even from that far back, dictates what we attract into our realities every single day. And before we go deeper into all that, how do you know if you have low self-worth? Well, this list can go on and on, but some of the more common signs of having low self-worth are anything from unnecessary people-pleasing, taking up self-destructive habits like excessive drug and alcohol use, maintaining unhealthy eating habits, taking abuse from others, staying in unhealthy relationships, not connecting well with others, isolating ourselves. Low self-worth can also show up by making you cringe when you receive a compliment settling for low-paying or unsatisfying jobs, staying small and not communicating your needs, which can indicate that you're not worthy of being seen or heard. Another more obvious one is consciously talking down to yourself. You beat yourself up when you make a mistake or feel like you failed at something. Your inner monologue is cursing you out. We've all been there. 
And sometimes it's just an overall feeling of being inferior or simply not good enough. I also recommend looking at not just how you're feeling, but your habits. Habits are a huge part of our identity. So what's your diet like? Are you treating your body right? Are you practicing self-care? Are you giving yourself some time each day to check in with yourself? Again, the list can go on and on, as can the reasons behind where your self-worth is at. See, when we're born, we're already coming into this world as fully worthy beings. And we don't question that until our families, peers, media, society, whoever comes into the picture and they give us reasons to question that. So we start carrying around self-doubt at a young age. Our self-esteem starts to deplete. And then we develop habits and behaviors that confirm and hardwire that throughout our lives. So our predominant thoughts, feelings, and habits that we've maintained since childhood have been manifesting more evidence of low self-worth into our realities. Manifestations like hurtful or abusive partners, one-sided friendships, unfulfilling jobs, scarcity of money, safety, and well-being, fill in the blanks. See, our ego needs to be right, so it seeks out confirmation of our beliefs. So if you're not happy with XYZ in your life, and you struggle to make positive changes, and it feels like the universe is completely against you, start looking at your self-worth. Because for one reason or another, you don't feel like you deserve what you want in life. Otherwise, you'd be taking consistent action to have it. Law of correspondence, as above, so below. The universe is just mirroring the signals that you're giving off. And I hope you already know this, but I'm not saying this to sound insensitive or like this is your fault. But it is powerful to be aware and take responsibility for the habits and decisions that we've been maintaining so that we can finally challenge and change them. So why do we have low self-worth? Well, we all have different perspectives, cultures, upbringings. We've provided different meanings to things in our lives. So the reasons come in all different forms. But again, most of it stems from childhood. Since we're little egomaniacs as kids, if something happens, like let's say our parents split up or they start arguing more, maybe they become emotionally unavailable and withdrawn at some point, we internalize these things and we may think that we're the cause of them. Or maybe it was a teacher or an authority figure that said something to you and it made you feel inadequate or small. Maybe it was the media telling you what it means to be beautiful or attractive and your appearance didn't fit that exact standard. So you felt less than these actors, models, celebrities that were shoved into your face every day. It can even come from simply watching a parent with low self-worth. We mirror our parents' behaviors just by observing them as kids. So sometimes it's not even really our beliefs that this comes from. So let's get into what you can do to conquer these feelings of self-doubt and tackle these stories behind what you feel you're worthy of or not worthy of. Well, something you can start doing right now, and it seems a little obvious, but pamper yourself. The degree to which you take care of yourself is the degree to which you will allow others to take care of you. I'm not saying blow your paycheck on a shopping spree and a four-course dinner for yourself, unless that's within your means and it makes you happy, of course, in which case, please take me with you. But I am saying not to neglect yourself. Take the friggin' bubble baths. Find time every single day to do something that you love Treat your body right, show it some extra love, get a massage, go ahead and take a nap. We're in this treat yourself culture, but are we really channeling that in the right ways? And get into the habit of acknowledging and appreciating your appearance and personality more. As difficult as that may seem at first. Start with the little things and add to that list every single day. Okay, so self-appreciation and pampering 
are a couple minor steps you can start with right now. Another thing that you can and absolutely should do if you're making this shift into higher self-worth is to find out what you're good at, what you love doing, and connect with like-minded people. Doing what we love naturally lights us up, as does connecting with others, especially people who we can relate to on a personal level. Doing what you love in itself is already a long-term mood booster. It reaffirms what you're good at, it ignites passion and inspiration, add meaningful connections to that equation, and you've got a decent recipe for feeling damn good about yourself. On that note, start accepting freaking compliments more. Have you ever been complimented on something and completely shot it down and your brain starts scanning that long list of reasons this person is wrong? Did you make the situation weird and voice that you thought they were wrong? When I was younger and I didn't know how to just say thank you when being complimented, I would openly disagree with these people about what they just said to me. (laughs) Don't do that. Not even in your head. People want to say nice things about you out loud. And it's not even always easy for some people to openly voice an even positive opinion about somebody. So let them, let them acknowledge how incredible you are. And instead of dismissing it as false in your mind, start looking for evidence of it being true. Again, someone already went out of their way to say something nice to you, but we really are our worst judges. And if it were up to us, we'd hardly have anything nice to say about ourselves. So accept the damn compliments, all right, and find ways to agree with them. You won't become self-absorbed if you do this. Another tip on upping your self-worth game is mirror work. I believe it was Louise Hay who coined that term. She did write a book called Mirror Work, so it's a pretty safe assumption. And mirror work is pretty much how it sounds, but it may not be as easy as it sounds, if that makes sense. So it's the act of setting aside a few minutes each day to look into a mirror, really look at yourself, and observe what comes up, whether that's sadness or anger or love and compassion. Don't judge what you're seeing or feeling. Just look. It might feel weird at first. It will probably feel weird at first. You can use affirmations in this process as well. Think what you want about affirmations, but when done in the right way and not just using surface level statements, I believe they can tremendously help in raising your self-worth. So for example, a couple of self-worth affirmations could sound like, I love and accept who I am and I'm stepping into my worth. I use my voice easily and express my needs to others. I am safe, loved, worthy, get creative. Just find something that speaks to you. Again, this may feel uncomfortable and borderline stupid when you first try it, but do it by yourself. You can whisper the affirmations if you decide to use them and just start with a minute a day, two minutes a day. But this can be powerful because it almost forces you to look at yourself through different eyes. After all, you won't just be looking in a mirror like you do when you're getting ready in the morning. You'll really be seeing you. And eventually, you'll develop a new appreciation for yourself. And by giving yourself that love and approval, you'll start to see more of that from other people. And to add to that, try out Mel Robbins' High Five Challenge, which she dives into in her book, The High Five Habit. And it's when you wake up each day and literally high five yourself in the mirror. Right when you wake up in the morning when you think you look like shit because you haven't put on your makeup, haven't done your hair or gotten dressed yet, look at yourself with a stupid smile on your face, put your hand up, and tap that damn mirror hand. Mel dives into a bunch of scientific reasons why making this a daily habit can seriously help with your self-worth, but one of the reasons is that we've been programmed 
to associate high fives with achievement, success, a sense of accomplishment, acceptance, and it's a small action that we can couple with mirror work, looking at ourselves judgment-free, using those affirmations if you want. This is a habit that will help you rewire your mind to see yourself through much better lenses. Lenses that show you you're deserving of being loved, accepted, and successful in your life, whatever that means to you. This new way of feeling about yourself will guide you to making future decisions based on that higher self-worth and a secure sense of self. So I'll mention more ways to up your self-worth throughout other episodes because, again, the list can go on and on. But these are some starter tips. And ultimately, the end goal with this is to find a sense of inner peace and love and acceptance for yourself. Remember, we're already born loving who we are. So those feelings already exist inside of us. We just have to tap into them to start seeing and attracting different things and different life experiences. So I really hope this was helpful. That'll do it for this episode. Don't forget to follow the podcast and leave a review if you like what you're hearing so far. And DM me on Instagram at The Attraction Project with anything you'd like me to talk more about or mention in a future episode. I want to know what you guys want to hear. But that's it for this week. Thank you all for listening and I'll catch you in the next one.